1: Hey, this is Kurt Angle. Welcome to the Kurt Angle show on the show today. We'll be doing ask Kurt anything. That's right. The fans can ask me anything they want, but before we start, let me introduce to you my co-host Paul Bromwell.
0: How are you doing today, Paul? Kurt, I'm doing great. I'm really excited. I love ask Kurt anything. I mean, this is when we get to peel the bed sheets back. We're freestyling. We're freestyling. We get to ask you whatever we want, however we want. And, uh, You said last week, Hey, we're, we're going to dig in and go deep. So I can't wait. We're going to have some fun, but Hey, um, we're coming off of Thanksgiving here in the U.S. I got to ask, how did you spend your Thanksgiving dinner at the house there? Or what did you do? We had dinner at
1: my sister-in-law's. Uh, we went over there. Uh, it was a really cool family function. I didn't get to see my immediate family, but we saw my wife's family, but that's okay. Do you get along I'll with your wife's family? Christmas.
0: Yeah. Do you get along with your wife's family? You can tell the truth. She loves Very well.
1: Very well. I get along with them extremely well. I actually get along with them better than my wife does.
0: <laughs> they probably <laughs> love you. I love it. They do.
1: <laughs> That's why I hate it, but you know.
0: <laughs> right. Right. She can't stand the fact that they love Kurt Angle so much. More can, than can, her. I can, yes. I can picture the whole scene, man. Well, hey, listen, did you at least cheat a little bit? I mean, did we break away from chicken snacks?
1: Um, no, no, I, I had my typical, um, plain turkey breast and a dry, plain Your sweet pie. potato and steamed vegetables. Oh, but I did God. cheat a little bit. I had some pumpkin pie.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll give you some props, give you some kudos and so, a pat on the back for having a little pumpkin pie. You deserve it. You work <laughs> hard. All throughout the year, dude. Well, listen, uh, we got a lot of questions, as you said at the top of the show, from the listeners, and we're going to jump into those. But before we get there, it's time to talk a little bit about football. And you've been making those picks week in and week out, Kurt. You went and 2 Last week, you picked the chiefs over the Eagles for the second week in the row. You picked against Eagles the Eagles. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Derek, did you hear him? Did you hear what he said? Okay. so Oh my God. Well, they said, screw yeah. you. And they won again. So they beat the chiefs. Yeah. And then, uh, for your angle upset, you picked the Steelers to beat the Browns and yeah. your time is Nostradamus is over pal. Okay. Oh, <laughs> until.
1: I know. You'd think i give up on the Steelers by now,
0: but I'm Please. not. I'm not going oh, to. Don't do this. So you're 14-8. and eight. Let's set the stage here. Yeah, the Steelers, yeah. thankfully, did lose because that means they finally fired Matt Canada. Yay. Yes, they Yay. did. Yes, they Tears. did. Ding, 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 ding. Here's everywhere. So who is your pick for this week for the Angle Lock? We're recording the day before Thanksgiving. Let's just go ahead and let that cat out of the bag. Angle Lock is
1: pretty easy. I think this yeah. is an easy win. I'm picking the dolphins over the jets.
0: Okay. Dolphins over the jets. Now that is in New York, but they're starting somebody else, a quarterback, not named Zach Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. So, okay. Yeah. I think,
1: I think uh, that that should be an easy win for dolphins.
0: Okay. All right. Who's your angle upset done this week? <laughs> the Steelers
1: I over the Bengals.
0: Oh my God. And I, Hey, I know I'm reaching deep, but
1: these guys are due. They got to beat somebody from our division. Can we at least score an offensive
0: touchdown this week? I mean, I know uh, J- probably not, but I think our defense will score like three or four. Jalen Warren did score for us last week, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Kenny Pickett better get this shit figured out because he's on a he's gonna be on a short lease sooner or later. This you is know what? A-
1: he's young, but he's not gonna be young much longer. I mean, <laughs> this guy can't, you know, it's his second year. He he should be like shining by now, and he's not really. He, he hasn't showed up yet, and I'm just really shocked about
0: it. Yeah, he finished the year strong last year, and we were looking for that growth, and that just hasn't occurred yet. So, so there you go. You're 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 all in on the Dolphins, and then uh, as you're lock, and then you're upset. You're going with the hometown Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll see how that happens, and buddy, we'll come back uh, next week and see how you're at. I mean, you were 14 and six. Now you're 14 and eight. If you get another two losses, this thing could start oh, what if eating. Two houses?
1: ends. I'm 16 and eight
0: okay, okay that's, that's that's half that's that's class uh, that's uh, half full I like two cars wins. I like that I like that all right let's jump into the questions this week. We got a lot and I want to get through as many as we can. Fernando Diaz kicks us off and he says Kurt, are there any special dishes that the angle family household has during Thanksgiving No, we
1: have the typical Thanksgiving, but uh me personally uh, you know what I eat?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: main turkey and uh, a dry baked or dry uh, sweet potato and steamed vegetables and a little little pumpkin pie. To, Is to there anything
0: little, in all these years that you've oh, splurged like on? Anything else that you've splurged on? Because there's been times where I'm, you haven't looked as shredded as you've looked now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've done other Thanksgivings where I I went off the deep end. You know, <laughs> Stuffing mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce, and you know, probably about four pieces of pie. I thought, are you a green bean casserole guy? I love green bean casserole, yes, but it's just too high in fat for me.
0: Well, you know, I I hear you, but the rest of us, my girlish figure. Uh, I get that. I get that. I guess you have to, but you know what? Like you said, it also is good for you because it keeps, you don't want any extra weight on your joints at this point in life either. Right. Right. Especially my new knees. Yeah. How are they working for you? By the way, they're
1: good, man. I'm running on them. I'm not supposed to run on them. I I kneel on them. I'm not supposed to kneel on them. So I'm not really taking good care of them. They're supposed to last me 20 years,
0: but the way I'm treating them probably 10. That sounds like typical Kurt Angle, you know, overdoing I it. Might as well get get fat, <laughs> right? Exactly. What's the point? Your knees aren't going to make it anyway. You're apparently you're kneeling on your knees. I don't. I'm not going to ask you what activity you're doing while you're <laughs> kneeling, but you're, you're you're running and jumping and who knows what else you got going on on your knees. You're supposed to be using that golf cart, pal. Okay.
1: I know. I know. I don't use it enough.
0: Oh boy. All right. Well, good stuff. He does. He has cheated before, Fernando. It's just uh, not not now he's sticking to a lean thanksgiving oh, I'm meal pretty dedicated right now yeah pretty boring uh fantasy booker podcast they have a question on current events kurt thoughts on will ospreay signing with AEW the big announcement came kurt at full gear last this past weekend uh, do you think that will is going to elevate AEW so i'm looking forward to hearing your opinion on that big signing for them
1: i think so um you know will he, he's he's a, he's a european wrestler and uh, he's a great technician. I love his work. Uh, I think he's going to be a great addition to that company. I mean, you you know, the, the AEW is like the Wild Wild West. I mean, now they're doing some crazy-ass matches, and but this guy will keep them contained. He'll, yeah. he'll keep them, you know, st- sticking with the old-school technique wrestling, which, which is what I like. And I think that Wos- Ospreay is one of the better ones to do that.
0: Buddy, he is, uh, I'm not going to lie, he's one of my favorites. I think he's one of the most gifted, talented wrestlers in the business right now. Yes,
1: he really is. You're absolutely and, um,
0: right. I know he's wrestled for, the, for them before at different shows, so this isn't like, you know, his first time we're seeing him in AEW. Right. But uh, to have him involved on a weekly basis and every pay-per-view and whatever special event they do, I think it's huge. It's, it's, it's a big deal. And now to be able to see him to work with more, he's obviously we'll see him again probably with Kenny, but just some of the other wrestlers. Kenny Omega, yes, yes, he's going to have some incredible matches. Mm, they always tear it down. So there you go. Uh, all right, AP videos up next. And, man, this is very topical. Uh, cause he's going to ask a little bit. He's going to talk a little survivor series, but before we get there, he wants your thoughts on these five current WWE superstars. Number one, Karrion oh. Cross with Scarlett. Oh, Karrion Cross. Well, he made a name for himself in NXT
1: and, uh, I believe, didn't he wrestle for TNA impact wrestling before that? He
0: did. He did.
1: Yes. Okay. So he, he's got some years of experience and, uh, I believe he's on the SmackDown brand. And he's doing well. I, I like the guy. I actually think he's really talented.
0: I like him. I like the whole package. Him with Scarlett, uh, she definitely. That's his uh, wife, right? Yeah, adds to the package. Uh, what, when he was in NXT, the presentation, the music, everything—it was like this guy's going to be next level. He's yeah, obviously going to be
1: a big star. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He separated from the company, came back. Um, just looking forward to some big things with him. Kevin Sullivan is a massive fan. Of carrying across with Scarlett and thinks they they're going to be big time too. Next wrestler, Grayson Waller. What do you thinks of uh, Grayson Waller? Uh, he's the Australian kid. Yeah, um, I did see his match with Edge at
1: Madison Square Garden, and it was a pretty damn good match. I think the kid's talented. I think he has
0: it and mic skills to boot too. Good. On
1: yeah, yeah, he's pretty good on the mic too. You're yep. absolutely
0: right. Yeah. All right, Omos, the big man. Thoughts on Omos,
1: <laughs> the new giant? Yeah. Um, Almost, you know what I really enjoyed is when he tagged with AJ Styles. Okay, and, uh, I think he—they uh, tagged against uh, RK Bro. I think RK Bro won the titles from them, but I really enjoyed him. I, I think he's really—he's really athletic for his size. He is. He really is. So yeah. I think he's got a lot of talent. He's going to be the new giant. He's going to be—you know—he's going to be the new Big Show or the Andre yeah. Giant. So um, I—I'm not sure, but did he play basketball?
0: I don't know if he had a you would think so, right? I'm, but I'm yeah, not sure with his it,
1: athleticism, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm not really too sure. Uh next one, LA Knight. Yeah. What are your thoughts on LA Knight? He has the whole ball of wax, man. <laughs> he does Char- charisma.
1: <laughs> he, yep, he has it all, man. That kid's special. Um, crazy thing is. It took him a long time to, you know, find himself
0: to get there. He yeah. finally
1: did. And, uh, he's doing an incredible job. I, I look at him as one of the biggest stars in the business, uh, now or, or in the near future.
0: Yeah. I hope that hopefully WWE does as well and continues to put him in that spot because man, fans are rabid for some LA. Yeah,
1: yeah, they are. Especially as promos.
0: Yeah. Uh, last but not least Shotzi. So are you familiar with Shotzi? Yeah. Uh,
1: She's the girl that rides a tank down the ring. Yes,
0: right? yes. Yeah, she had
1: long green hair. I think, I think uh, Bailey uh, snipped it off, right? It's Bailey. all, it's
0: all chopped off now, and uh, and it's yep, red. It was, I think. Yeah, it's it's real nice. Yeah, she's hair color. <laughs> yeah. So, you what, what do you think about her? Do you think that's a
1: real hair color? No, no, Kurt. No, <laughs> we can find out
0: i'll let you try to find that out no no i'm married but you're a fan are you a fan of her work from what you've Um, seen you know what
1: i like her i i think she has a lot of charisma she's (laughs) she's a pretty good athlete but um
0: if you're talking about do i like like her no i'm not i'm just talking about you like her from an in-ring performer yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> yes, all right. I do. Fans. and that's it that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> there you go bonus question let's get into something really cool though randy orton one of your buddies he's returning at survivor series cody dropped oh, all the forever hits. i know first time he's returning since may of 2022 it's been 18 months Oh, 18 months according to ap I video a year this wow, is alex by months. the way who wrote this question in what do you think about him finally making his big return? As this drops on Sunday, he would have returned last night. What do you think about I, him being I think back? It's
1: about time. I am just yeah. glad he did because I was I was communicating with him for quite a quite some time when he was injured, when he was out with injury cuz, you know, um, Kim and Giovanna are best friends. Besties. Yeah. So, um, you know, he was telling me, "Hey man, it, it's not looking good, you know. I I, I don't I, know how my back's going to uh, heal if, if it's going to heal so he was a little worried about it for a while and uh, eventually it started to heal up and uh, and and now i think he's okay but it, it was pretty serious for some time
0: i remember you telling me offline there was like some serious concern on if he was going to be able to come back
1: yeah the yeah time. they didn't know they didn't know if he was and so uh, yeah you know, randy uh he's young too i mean he's he's in his 40s but he's still pretty young yeah compared, yeah, compared to, to you. And, yeah. yeah, me and and other guys that are wrestling like Sting in his 60s
0: and Chris Jericho
1: yeah. in his 50s. Yeah, so yeah, he's still young. He still has a good 6 or 7 years if he stays healthy.
0: Man, I tell you what. Again, this airs on to the main feed on Sunday and we will I'm sure have heard a massive pop when he comes on his music. Oh, hits. Randy, it's yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah, especially when he hits the RKO for the first time in 18. Oh. Months going to be good shit i'm looking forward to it reese the weekly steel chair love reese he's always interacting with us on the show he says when kurt became iwgp world heavyweight champion in 2007 kurt can you remember back that far uh i think so okay all right so so you're back there did kurt ever consider new japan as a long-term option despite being in tna as the matches and style Fitted him perfectly as TNA did as well. So did you ever think about, man, how cool would it be if I could have, you know, work for new Japan long-term? Honestly, when you're talking about the
1: three companies, WWE and TNA, well, AEW two, you mix them in and new Japan, my style worked best at, at new Japan in Japan. Um, I, you know, I was very aggressive. I was very, um, stiff and, uh, you know, very physical. And, uh, but the, the reason why I even went over there is because Brock Lesnar wouldn't do a job for anybody in Japan. Yeah. And, uh, he told them, listen, get Kurt Angle to come over and I'll lose. So I went over and I beat Brock. And then I thought I was going to drop the title right after that. And they had me hold the title for five or six matches. So I continued to wrestle in new Japan. And, uh, eventually I dropped it to, I think Nakamura,
0: You fought, uh, you fought
1: Muda, didn't you, over there? Muda, I did uh, Nagata, uh, Tanahashi, Nakamura. Jeez, yeah, dude!
0: Yeah. I, I, I saw a clip up. of you and Muda on social, and and it was the back and forth between you two was incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah, we had a good one. He, 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 for his age, he still was a badass. I mean, he was. You really two were good. going. Yeah.
0: uh, yeah, that was cool. I would love to, uh, man. Somehow, some way. Get some get some viewing time with you with some of that new those new Japan matches. I
1: I, I think yeah gotcha.
0: yeah I think that'd be a lot of fun. Floppy is up next. He says hi, Kurt. In two thousand one, when did they make you become a heel with a jobber streak so quick after a phenomenal face run? So why did they make you become a heel with a jobber streak so quick after that awesome face run? Um,
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I I, I as I remember. I did beat Stone Cold Steve Austin after 9/11, and uh, so that was the last time I was world champion with that babyface run that I had. Yeah, <clears throat> but I believe then the the um the alliance started, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. So th- what they did is they turned me heel, which didn't make any sense because they wanted me to flip back babyface because I was going to be the mole. That helped the WWE win against the Alliance. It's confusing as fuck. It really is. It, it, but <clears throat> well, yeah, well, so yeah, they they had me jumping back and forth so much because uh, you know when 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 I was a babyface, I had a great run. Then they turned me heel with the Alliance. Then they made me babyface for a day when I saved the WWE, and then they turned me heel again. And it was like they didn't know what to do with me. And and honestly, I, I honestly don't think Vince knew what to do with me. And uh, you know, here I was—I was I a was top babyface in the company at this particular time—and they they sent me back as being a heel. And uh, you know, it didn't just didn't make any sense. And I was losing a lot of matches at that point in time, and it was because we were facing—we were the Alliance facing the WWE.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Floppy said, I found it really disheartening and poorly timed, especially after 9 11, because you had all that babyface momentum and then boom. Yeah,
1: flip-flip. a lot of momentum. And, and, you know, after 9 11, the fans really got behind me. Right. And uh, so it didn't make any sense. But doing the whole alliance thing is what messed it up.
0: All right. Next question is from Sean Berkey. And he says, Can we get a Kurt Angle graphic novel like fellow ad free outlaws, Tony Schiavone and Arn Anderson? Uh, Kurt, what do you think is a graphic novel somewhere in your future? Now you and I had a little conversation a little while ago with the gentleman. And, uh, so, but do you think that's ever going to get off the ground?
1: You mean it, me doing a novel about my yeah. life?
0: No, like the graphic novel, like the comic style graphic novel. Oh oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We were working
1: with that one guy. I forget. Yeah. His name. I can't remember what his name was, but you know what? He kind of disappeared. Did he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, we were talking about doing a graphic novel and, uh, you know, it was going to be pretty cool. I, I would have loved to have done it, but unfortunately it didn't work out.
0: I don't know yeah. Whether. I'm going to reconnect with him. Um, and he's the one who did your hockey Jersey. Yes, he did.
1: Yes, he did. And he did a fabulous job at it too.
0: And, uh, we had some good ideas and some good brainstorming and, uh, yeah, his name slips my mind too. Cause it was the beginning of the year, but I don't think that's a bad idea. He had some thoughts about too doing a series with you as a superhero.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, which I absolutely
0: love. Yeah, right. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> all right, Simon Nicole 8K is up next. Simon Nicole, I guess, 8K. Paul, Kurt, keep up the tremendous work. Simon, thank you so much, man. He says, throughout Kurt's career, you used different theme songs, variations in both WWE and TNA. Did you have preferences? And if so, which ones were they? So do you have a, yeah, let's talk about your theme music. Um, my my theme music in WWE, I love the
1: first one. Uh, it was a patriotic feel, you know, it was the Patriots music. And uh, I, I did like that. It had a good ring to it and I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it fit me perfectly, my character. And, uh, but then they started changing it up and, you know, trying to turn it into you don't suck. You don't suck and you know oh, just God. doing different things with it and vince was always trying to manipulate it so fans will co- stop saying you suck to me and uh so it, it got a little complicated complicated but when i went to tna um trademark john cena's cousin he was a rapper he uh he teamed with me to do the song my i like that song, one too tna and it came from a movie called um uh gosh what's it called um it, w- it was uh it was a wrestling movie um gosh i can't remember what it's called but the the song was called lunatic fringe okay and, um so i used that that song is and- vision we- quest yes from vision quest yes yes
0: oh and- we're gonna talk about this go yeah, ahead yeah
1: yeah. so i used that song but we amped it up like okay it wasn't as low like dont the don
0: du you know
1: we were like made it really loud, you know? And, uh, so it wasn't like a low key song. It was more of a, uh, you know, exciting, like coming out song, you know, it was a really cool and, uh, trademark did an incredible rap for it. Um, I, I absolutely love that song. That was my favorite of all time.
0: Lunatic fringe. If you're looking for it, check it out. Um, as uh, it's, you can, you can search it on Apple music and listen to that song. It's from, uh, 1981 and it was on oh, the sound long ago. Yeah. That the original song, and yeah. that was on the soundtrack of vision quest, which is also Kurt's number one movie. He mentioned yes. favorite movie of all time. It's Kurt
1: wrestling movie
0: two weeks ago. I watched it for the first time.
1: Did. <laughs> did you like it? it? It was so good. I'm such it a, is. It it has a good theme to it. It has a little love in it, you know, Yeah. just everything, relationships and wrestling. And yeah, yep. and, and he, he was, was trying crazy. to cut
0: weight. He was trying to cut yeah. weight to get down and fight that one guy he wanted to. And he got to, and I'm not going to spoil loud it.
1: Swain fought the shoot.
0: Yes. Shoot. That was the first yeah. time I've ever seen the movie, man. And I thought about it. I was kind of watching it a little differently because I'm like, this is Kurt's favorite all time movie. Yeah. No wonder. And
1: you know what? There's no way in hell loud swing could beat shoot. Yeah. How many times do you
0: think you watched that movie back in the day? Huh? How many times do you think you watched that movie back in the day? 10,000. Really? Just <laughs> yeah. all the time?
1: Watch it all day long, especially when it first came out. I was so and excited. Then, it's like, hey, this is, this is this is a movie about us, amateur wrestlers, you know?
0: And, and they did mix in, uh, you know, the lady into it. She came into town. Oh, you can live yeah. with us at the house. Oh, okay. That, I mean, how that happened, happened to me too? Yeah, you wish. <laughs> I was like, that lucky son of a 28 year old woman came to my high school. And- <laughs> yeah. Right. And say, can I move in with you? And then all of a sudden she wanted to bang your brains out. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, great movie vision quest. If you guys haven't checked it out, but lunatic fringe is the song that plays right before he goes out at the end of the movie. Yep, yep. And that's the song that you use with that with John Cena's what you say his cousin cousin Trademark yeah Trademark to come up with the music for TNA I love that story It was brilliant man it was a I brilliant. love it, uh, I, it this, this the song was
1: awesome uh what you know what like I said we we didn't you know the the, the normal song is kind of low keyed yeah you know, it has a low low sound to it but we amped it up made it really Okay. Awesome.
0: yeah All right guys that's your homework this week go watch Vision Quest yeah uh, let totally us know what you think. Yeah, it's Kurt's all-time favorite movie. Ten thousand times he's watched it. Uh <laughs> all right, Keith Langley. It's one of it's perfect 80s movie. It's in the vein of the karate kids and the Rockies, but yeah, this is about yeah. wrestling, yeah you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's perfect. The 80s, definitely.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Keith Langley is up next, and he wants to know, Kurt, do you have a favorite music genre? So uh what is your favorite music genre?
1: I love all kinds of music. Um You know, I, I love pop. I love, uh, rap. I love, I love country. Um, I love Christian music. I'm actually really into Christian music right now. Okay. Um, that's kind of my particular artist
0: or, um, I love,
1: uh, um, oh gosh, uh, uh, county or, uh, gosh, oh my God, I can't believe
0: I'm, I'm blanking uh, out. That's okay. I'll put you Um, on the spot.
1: Oh man.
0: Um, it's okay. Who do you, who do you, what do you, do you have a certain playlist that you listen to when you're working out in the gym? Um,
1: I don't, you don't listen to music. I don't listen to music when I work out at the gym. I only listen to music when I'm in my car. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Uh, that. Gosh, it's going to drive me crazy now. That's all right. We'll figure it out and we'll get, Uh, I love Toby Mac. Okay. Um, He, you know what? He's kind of, he's kind of on the cusp of being pop. Yeah. But he's yeah. still in the uh in the Christian music genre. He's I listen, in. I
0: remember back in the day when he was in DC Talk. Oh, wait, was he in a rap group or something? It was called DC Talk, and it was back in the late 80s when we were, you know, uh, much younger. He was okay. in a group called they they came out of Liberty University and they called it DC Talk. Wow. And uh he was wow. in that group and now he's out in He's career. talented,
1: man. He comes he's on out his on his own solo songs. career
0: see i can talk really all does. these things with you i can talk all these <laughs> things i listen to all kinds of music too i'm more of a classic rock guy but i'll listen to that i love classic rock too i yeah. mean hell
1: i shit i just went to aerosmith last couple months Oh yeah i yeah. love that loved every song they played S- yeah
0: sammy Hagar announced he's doing a tour next year with michael anthony and Joe Satriani on lead guitar, because obviously Eddie has passed and Jason Bonham, the, the drummer, so John Van
1: Halen. I guess, well, they're
0: going to do a lot of Van Halen songs, John Bonham's son, Jason Bonham's going to be the drummer, Joe Satriani on guitar, by the way, he's the one who was the Kurt Hammett uh, from Metallica was his student. He's an amazing guitarist. And then right. Sammy Hagar, and Michael Anthony on bass. They're going to do mostly a Van Halen library tour next year in 2024.
1: Wow man, I, I'm gonna I, have to see that.
0: I got tickets to I'm Hopefully going uh, to Pittsburgh. I'm going to the show in New Jersey. Blue Meanie's going to the same show. How the hell did you and Blue Meanie meet up? <laughs> he does stuff for ad-free shows and he okay. listens. Yeah, and he listens to the Monday mailbag. And I'm we thought maybe he was your next door neighbor. <laughs> no, no, we talk. He's he does lives about an hour from here, but he and I've gotten to know each other a little bit okay. through it. So I saw I that saw he was going. Him. Yeah, great guy. I I saw he was going, and we just started chatting. He was like, buddy, I'm one section over. Let's meet up and say hi at the concert. (laughs) But if you're a Van Halen fan, you got to check that, look for that concert next year. Right, yeah, yeah, definitely. Real quick while we're here, I got to ask you, Kurt, are you still planning on getting back involved with the drums?
1: Yes, yes, I am. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to really suck at the beginning because my my fingers... (laughs) I have, I have a b- lot of motor skill problems, but, uh, just so you know, I'm having neck surgery
0: <gasps> at the be-
1: beginning of next year. Uh, they're going to put in artificial discs replacements, uh, uh, and, uh, it's going to help these right here, your hands. Yeah. I, I can't really grab things and I, things always slip out of my hands and fall. I have horrible motor skills. Interesting. Motor skills. Yeah. So
0: they, they think that with the disc replacement, it should improve all that.
1: Yeah. Actually, they said, you know, my arms, because they atrophied three inches each, and uh, I don't have any muscle in here. This is completely flat. If you see
0: that's that. Between, that's between your thumb and finger for those. Yeah, people, yeah. There's yeah. supposed to
1: be muscle in there, but it, it, it deteriorated. It atrophied. And um, so I, I when I get these rubber discs or disc replacements, um, they're going to open up my... my um, uh, the, the nerves so they can go down my arms. So I'll oh, be man. have better
0: circulation. That's what it is. We better get a few podcasts in the can before that surgery happens. <laughs> you know what? The recovery time is two weeks. Oh, wow. That's okay. it, man. It's crazy. Everything is so fast now. They'll have I you know, home the next I day.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, when Austin, when Stone Cold Steve Austin had his neck surgery, he was out a year. okay now it's two weeks.
0: Unbelievable. All right. Well, Hey, uh, let's, uh, we'll keep our fans and listeners uh, up to speed and up to date with how that's when surgery is going to happen and how it all goes down because man, anything that can make your life better and and help you get more feeling those motor skills and bring back those drumming skills. (laughs) Cause when it's good, we're going to put you on stage. We're going to be somewhere. We're going to have you play some rush songs. We're going to have you play some Led Zeppelin. We're just going to have Kurt who's going to be in the crowd. Uh, We'll invite all our Kurt Angle show listeners. I mean, I don't care. (laughs) And we'll just let you rip it up. (laughs) Sounds good, Paul. (laughs) He's like, you're an ass. Uh, Carmine Rocco has a question. If you were starting your wrestling career in this era right now, your body's healthy. You're just feeling like you're 24 years old again. And two companies, AEW and WWE slid contracts in front of your face. Who are you signing with?
1: Oh, oh, definitely WWE. And the reason is they have more of a, an outreach worldwide. I mean, AEW's getting there, but they're not in every country in the world yet. Uh, so it's going to take them a little bit of time. They're going to have to strike these TV deals with different countries. It's going to take, uh, you know, two, three, four or five years, but WWE they're they're all over, all over the globe. I mean, that's. What
0: if Tony Khan offers you more guaranteed money? Then I'll go there. Okay. Well, there you go. That's right. I mean, seriously. So like, you know, if you sat down they said, Hey, we're going to give you 3 million for three years, 3 million a year. So $9 million contract for, uh, for WWE, but here comes Tony Khan says, I'm going to give you 5 million a year for three years for 15 million.
1: uh, That's a no brainer.
0: You're done. You're going to AEW. So at the end of the day, guys, money matters. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But remember half that money goes to taxes.
0: Yeah, that's true. You need to move out of Pennsylvania is what you need to do. No shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) is killing me. Oh, I know. All right. Lethal Moose is up next. Does Kurt have a favorite wrestling pay-per-view that he likes to go back and watch?
1: You know what? I honestly, I do. Um, There are three of them that that are my go-tos, and they're my three favorite matches of all time. Uh, WrestleMania 21, Shawn Michaels. Uh, No Way Out 2006, Undertaker and uh 2003 Royal Rumble Chris Benoit those three matches I I, I will tell you this I, I don't know which one's better than the other but they're all three right up there and um th- they're all different in their own way which is crazy because I wrestled a seven foot tall monster undertaker then I wrestled Benoit who looks like me and then I wrestled Shawn Michaels who's actually a r- really um That's really athletic. Athletic son of a yeah. guy. Um, yeah, the, so those three matches, when I when I want to feel good about myself, I'll go back and watch those three.
0: Hey, listen, he can't remember the Christian music band he's listening to right now, but he can tell you year, event, and opponent of three pay-per-views that are his favorite of all time. And, Kurt, that's all that matters. Okay, buddy?
1: Oh, my God. I can't believe I can't remember this group. <laughs> I go to their concert every year. Casting crowns? Casting crowns. Uh, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Buddy, Casting I, crowns love their music they they are awesome man yeah
0: i thought i heard you try to say the word crow or something and so i I was i was
1: saying i was thinking counting crows
0: i know okay i "I don't want to say that i'm like no no it's got to be some. oh casting crowns there you go okay people are learning a lot about you on this ask kurt anything and this is why we do it yeah this is getting too personal no this is what people want they want to learn more about you dude so this is all good
1: mary Bosmus from our friends over at manscaped The holidays are approaching, but what if I told you that the celebrations are starting early this year? It turns out that the perfect gift does exist. And who else to bring it down your chimney than the leaders in below-the-waist grooming? Keep calm and let your balls jingle this season with Manscaped's brand-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. Featuring the new Lawnmower 5.0, watch all your wishes and mistletoe kisses come true. Look nice when you're going naughty by going to manscaped.com and use code ANGLE for 20% off plus free shipping. Unwrap the gift of smoothness this season with Manscaped. I'm absolutely in love with the new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. My Olympic-sized candy cane looks sweeter than it ever has and thanks to Manscaped and their Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion and Crop Preserver Anti-Chaff Ball Deodorant. My wife has attached a mistletoe to my belt buckle this holiday season. And she's relentless. So if you're craving for that gingerbread man in your pants to be put in an ankle lock of your dreams, go to Manscaped.com right now and use code ANGLE. You get 20% off with free shipping right now. So get your jingle balls ready for the holidays for a holiday season you'll never forget. That's Manscaped.com. And don't forget code ANGLE. Oh, it's true!
0: It's damn true. Uh, James Chadwick, Chad Simpson says hi, Kurt and Paul. Kurt, uh, what was the preparation like for your match against the debuting John Cena at the Rosemont Horizon in 2002? He has a couple questions about about this uh, John Cena. Debut. Um, we didn't
1: we didn't do much to prepare for it. We talked a little bit, went out there. The match was only about nine minutes, so it, it wasn't a very long match, but. Uh, it was a good match. It was a very solid match, especially for John's first match on TV. I thought it was really good.
0: He said, uh, When did you find out he'd be making his TV debut against you? And did you get the feeling that he was already a superstar in the making?
1: Um, I found out that day. It was like last second, you know? And I, I think what happened was he came in. I, th- I think they invited him in uh, for a tryout. And uh, John uh, showed up and Vince loved his look. You know, you look at the kid. He was, you know, he looks like a freaking bodybuilder. Uh, He's a pretty damn good athlete. He's smart, intelligent, can cut a promo. Uh, So um, did I know he was going to be a big superstar? You don't know that after only one match. But did he impress me? Yes, he did.
0: His final question was, as one of the true greats in the business, did you object at all to him not only having some mic time, but also some shine in that match? Thanks, guys.
1: Well, you know what? He was supposed to shine because I was the heel and he was the babyface. Now, usually when they have a, a, a match like that where someone's not under contract against a WWE superstar, it's usually a crush match. It's it's quick, you know, it doesn't last long, and and the person doesn't get a shine. But John, they, 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 were really looking at him. They wanted to see what he had. So they, they wanted me to like get on him and, and, uh, put a really good match together. So that's what I did.
0: All right. McSeal is up next. He says, Hey, Kurt and Paul love the show. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. He says, I wanted to ask Kurt, what was it like shooting the commercial for a WWF Smackdown two know your role? Do you have any fond memories uh, that you have? It's probably my favorite commercial for a wrestling game ever. All the best.
1: Yeah. You know what? It was a funny commercial.
0: You know, I, I was my typical Kurt
1: Angle um, Olympic hero character where I was oblivious to other people and I was running into him and knocking him over and, you know, taking the, the newlyweds uh, room, uh, hotel room, the the penthouse suite away from them. It, it was a really funny video. I, I really loved that, and I even knocked like a guy over that was supposed to take my bags. I threw the bags into him and hit him in the gut, and knocked him over. It was a lot of fun. I thought they did an incredible job with that commercial. Uh, the whole setup, uh, the the verbiage, the the actions I took. There there isn't a better commercial. There, there's no way that nobody could do a better commercial than that
0: seriously did, did the kid from clarion ever envision himself being doing shit like that one day Hell no <laughs> man I
1: I, listen, I I i was a business major and my senior year they told me i had to take presentation classes i was like fuck that i'm changing majors because <laughs> I, I hated being in front of right
0: me. yeah and now here you are starring in commercials, acting amuck <laughs> and all crazy. I, I have it. my
1: own podcast.
0: You never know, man. You never know with life, you know, yeah. you're just willing to take steps and watch it evolve. And it's, it's cool. Uh, Alexander Parada says, Kurt, what was it like working with Dave Batista in 2005? I wish you and Dave would have had a tremendous rivalry.
1: Well, Dave and I only worked, I believe once. And, uh, what happened was. Dave got injured. Um, He tore his tricep right off his elbow. And um, we were supposed to have a program at that particular time. He was champion. That's when I took over as champion for Dave. We had that battle Royal and I won and I became champion. So, uh, but it was, (laughs) it was supposed to be Dave and I, we were supposed to do a program together and it just didn't happen because he got injured and he was out for like, gosh, he was out till I, I quit. So that was in 2005. He was out of the company, uh, nursing his injury until I left in 2006.
0: Yeah. And then when you left, he's like, okay, I'll come back now. I, uh, what's crazy. I, always, and I cheer and act like an idiot over that because man, again, one of my favorite memories, I was in that crowd when you won that battle Royal and won the title. Oh match,
1: yeah. Right? Yeah. That was really cool, man. The that's way they set it up yeah, and, uh, you know, me and Mark Henry at the end, yes, it, it was brilliant.
0: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You talk about life and how you didn't want to do a presentation class, but now here you are doing a podcast <laughs> here. I was, you know, worried about how much cheese I was going to squeeze onto my pretzel that night at the event. <laughs> Watching you win the title and think all these years later, I mean, you <laughs> are, are doing <laughs> <laughs> what a <it's>, let crazy <laughs> man. Uh, Keen is up next. Which match was better in your opinion, your one versus HBK at WrestleMania 21 or your match versus Undertaker at No Way Out in 2006? Oh,
1: god, man, <laughs> they had to throw that at me. Yep. Um. <sighs> You know what? I will tell you this. Because it's WrestleMania, I'd say HBK. But then again, to to have the match I did with Undertaker, knowing his size and him being much bigger than me, uh, that's more impressive than having a five-star match with HBK, which Dave Meltzer did not give us, by the way. Yeah, But, but I thought it was a five-star match. But no, I, I think that I'm I'm much happier with my match against Undertaker. And not to take anything away from Undertaker, he's an incredible worker. But knowing his size and what we were able to do in that match, it was it was beyond incredible. And I so I, I have to say Undertaker, no way out. Okay. Wow. But you know what? That's that's like the least popular pay-per-view of the whole entire year. Yeah. It's kind of sucked because we were we wanted to do that at WrestleMania, but Vince didn't want that to happen. 'Cause he didn't want me to beat under uh Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania.
0: Sure. Well, and it made sense. And you know, he decided to go with a real uh wrestling stud Brock Lesnar to do that one day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're such an
0: asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to make you laugh. I love it. Fernando <laughs> Diaz is up next. He said, How would the catering be in WWE during the Thanksgiving time period? Oh God, it's just like any other family or household. I don't know. I Take mean, like, would stuff. you go to an event around Thanksgiving? Would they do the whole spread? Would it be?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, they did it. Yeah, they they would do the whole typical spread. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, what they would do is when we were done with eating it at lunch, they would use it for the TV show and put it all out on the table, <sighs> all the leftovers. And that's what we were smashing and annihilating. <laughs> you know, every Thanksgiving there's always a fight uh yeah. the Thanksgiving table, you know? So, Right, they always have food fight at the end of
0: the end of the night. I remember those glorious days where sometimes the ladies would end up in the gravy bowl. You never (laughs) knew what was going to (laughs) happen.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you're right about that. The gravy bowl. That was a good old gravy bowl. (laughs) The woman in the gravy bowl.
0: Oh man, in the gravy,
1: Uh, just like you know. Yep.
0: Just drizzling down. Yep. (laughs) All over those turkey breasts. Um Nick Lens is up next. He says, "How did you meet your current wife, Giovanna? How did you two meet?" Okay, we met on a movie set. It was an independent
1: movie, little shit movie. Right? <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but
0: No, you should. It's uh, it funny was, it was. Yeah. Um
1: what happened was uh the 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 assistant director was good friends with Giovanna and her family. And he said, Listen, I need you to come into this movie because Giovanna was doing big movies. She was doing oh, wow. movies first, well, she was a double for Rosario Dawson and Penelope Cruz. Get out of she here! She would double for them all the time. So, um, they, he wanted her to come to this movie because uh, she, he wanted, wanted to get her in it, and uh, so she came and we we met each other, and we were both like, Whoa, uh, you know, you both we were both attracted to each other, huh. but um. We didn't do anything like we didn't, we didn't get each other's numbers or anything, but what's crazy is a year later, I did another movie warrior and she was in that movie too. So we got each other's numbers there. And um, then she went back to California cause she lived in California and she was back there for a year. We never even called each other out of the blue. She calls me out of the blue and says, Hey, um, What's up? And I said, hey, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. I said, why why don't you come back to Pittsburgh? I'll take you out on a date. And she said, well, I'm busy doing this movie, but I guess I can get away for a little bit. So she comes back, and she never went back to California.
0: (laughs) Wow. What kind of date was that? in
1: Pittsburgh. We ended up getting engaged three months later. She got
0: Mm. pregnant a week after we got engaged. I'm not surprised. Everything went so fast. So you bring her to Pittsburgh for this date. You say, come out to Pittsburgh. I'll take you on a date because I ain't coming to California. No, you're coming here. I'm an Olympic hero. So she comes out to Pittsburgh. Do you remember what that first date was? Yeah, we went to Applebee's. (laughs) <laughs> don't don't spend too much on the first date, Kurt. Well, what, what what did you want? I mean, come on, hey, where they have half price appetizers? That's, right? our, that's I mean? our place.
1: That's our place. That's Listen, your spot. Three months later, I proposed to her at Applebee's. Oh
0: my god!
1: <laughs> what are you doing? We had we had a, such a romantic time at Applebee's. Oh, it
0: sounds like it. Just uh, through, through that rib juice and and the wing sauce. Well, I didn't fingers. tell
1: you we did it in the bathroom
0: oh my god i'm not surprised the dirty crusty bathroom so men's or women's bathroom oh women's of course oh my what did you just go right in the stall i mean hey all right i'm, I'm just kidding paul no you're full of shit nice try you're trying to backpedal kurt you're an animal <laughs> i can't believe that so applebee's mm. is the spot for kurt and giovanna that's, that's our it?
1: place that's okay our one place
0: all right. That's she good. me shit I,
1: about it all the time.
0: Well, she should to I mean, Applebee's to, to propose yeah. to me. <laughs> you took her for first date. You took her there to propose. I mean, what are you going to take her back there for like your major anniversaries? Let's hit an Applebee's
1: <laughs> 20 year. Yes. Yes. It's 20 go. year
0: Applebee's. We're going to have a party there.
1: It's always going to be our place. <laughs> uh, we're feeling, feeling good we're,
0: in the neighborhood.
1: Romantically involved with Applebee's.
0: <laughs> it sounds like it. You're some of your DNA is still in their bathroom. <laughs> Uh, Brad Stanton is up next <laughs> NWA has been in the news because of the cocaine spot. Did you hear about that? Kurt? Yeah. Yeah. Their pay-per-view James Mitchell, they shoot over to him. They're like, let's go to James Mitchell. He's over at a side table. Listen, we had Billy Corgan on, we had ec three, all loving that show, promoting Sal win on that show. They do a spot where they cut over to a side table with James Mitchell and his cast of characters. They're literally chopping up powder on the table and snorting lines of Coke uh, on the pay-per-view.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you know, what's crazy is, you know, parents don't have to worry about their kids when they're watching wrestling. Okay, other TV shows and movies, if it's rated R, you know, you have to monitor your kid and make sure they, they're not going to watch things that you don't want them to see. Well, the parents <clears throat> have trusted wrestling all these years. Well, most, definitely with WWE. Yeah. Now, you're giving them a reason to monitor it. right? You know, when someone's taking sniffing Coke during a show that <laughs> kids watch, right. it makes absolutely no sense at all.
0: He says, uh, Brad says, how far is too far, especially since wrestling is scripted? Why should it matter? I'm sure some networks shows have cocaine in their scripts. Then that's to your point. But I think your point, Kurt is wrestling is typically promoted now as family friendly.
1: Yes. Very family friendly Uh, kids. Nothing. Listen, adults and kids watch, but so many kids are fans of wrestling. They grow up in this shit. I mean, everybody I meet. Uh, when an autograph signs say, oh, I grew up watching you when I was a kid, I watched you all the time. That's when they start. And now you're going to, you, you have to give the parents a reason to monitor what they watch now when they're watching wrestling.
0: Yeah. And say, Hey, junior, that's not acceptable behavior pal, by the way. You know what I mean? It just, it creates you to have to have that conversation, you know, regardless, but, uh, I know they're trying to be different, trying to be an alternative, but they're also they were trying to work on a TV contract at the same time, and now there's oh, rumor, there's rumor uh, that that uh, might yeah. not all come to fruition. So who knows? I,
1: I'm is. surprised Billy let that happen. I, I oh, love really yeah. because I love Billy. I have a
0: lot of respect. For yeah, him. I'm great on the surprised. show, that, that he allowed that to make that decision. Well, he made the decision. So uh, it's just crazy. Uh, Adam Krasnov's up next. Who do you think should light the Olympic torch when it comes to Los Angeles in 2028?
1: Oh man. Uh, if you were alive, Muhammad Ali, <laughs> yeah. but, um, I would say Michael Phelps because he's the most decorated Olympian of all time. I think that would be the best person to do it. I have a lot of respect for Michael. um, uh, Katie Ledecky would be another great idea. She's break. She's gonna break Michael Phelps's record. And okay. the reason why I know this is because my daughter's a swimmer and she loves Katie Ledecky. So um, I, I would go with the swimmers. Uh, and you know what? When you swim, no matter if you're doing freestyle or breaststroke or or what's this one called butterfly, yeah, um, you're, you're in the water swimming, and it's just crazy how the, all these different events one swimmer can win like 15 different events. And it's just like, you know, it's, it's all in the water. It's all, it's all basically the same thing, but they're just different strokes, you know, and, uh, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. yeah, But you know, I, I, I have to say that, uh, you know, Michael Phelps has done a tremendous job at winning all these gold medals. And so has Katie Ledecky. So I would go with the, whoever has the most medals at that time.
0: It's, uh, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's push for, for Kurt Angle in 2028. By then you will have had all the surgeries in the world and you'll be sprinting (laughs) up to that, you know, to the the world record. You'll be the bionic man all the way up there, dude. I love it. Uh, Adam also wants to know, was it Vince McMahon's idea to put you in the bright red pinstripe tights? And were you glad to stop wearing them? What Bright red pinstripe tights. Do you remember? Yeah, no. it was a idea.
1: No, I, I, I came up with that idea. Okay, I love that singlet. That's my favorite singlet. I can't believe you don't like
0: it. I look like a fucking candy cane. <laughs> I love that singlet. Adam wants to know I if you were glad going to stop wearing them. Him. He was pissed to stop wearing them, Adam. If he could wear them around the house right now, he would. That was my favorite singlet <laughs> of all time. Do you remember that singlet, Paul? I've drawn a blank. It's I'd pink to- and white pinstripes. Oh. Singlet. It's
1: actually really cool singlet. It is a little little feminine, but you know, I'm so masculine, it doesn't matter.
0: Hey guys, look, I even typed singlet into Google, right? Uh, not swinglets. I've really gotten better with that. I've come a long <laughs> way. Put myself over there for a second. But no, this is all Kurt's idea, Adam. Sorry. And uh he wanted to keep wearing them and he's pissed. And if he had it on, he'd wear it, wear it right now on the Kurt Angle show. I damn sure would. Oh, all right. Two count, two count Kyle's up next. He said, Kurt. Did you see or hear about any of the Hangman Adam Adam Page and Swerve Strickland Texas death match in AEW? I can fill in the blanks if you didn't. If so, what did you think of the violence in that match? You've had some bloody battles in your time. Are you a fan of the brutality or not so much?
1: You know what? I, I don't mind that happening every so often, every blue moon. But when you start doing that week after week, the fans expect that out of you. And then you're going to have to produce it every week. And yeah. that's going to take wrestling back. Uh, it's going They're going to take a big step back if they do that. Because wrestling is about telling a story. It's not about beating the shit out of each other with weapons. And don't get me wrong, there's a place for that. Yeah, You just have to be very careful about how many times you do it. Because once you do it, let's say you do it three weeks in a row, fans are addicted. That's all yeah. we want. And yeah. then they're going to want you to top what you did the week before. Yeah, I'm going to want you to jump off a 25-foot cliff and land on your head, okay? that Like the fans right. are going to expect more Where do you and draw more, the and line. more. Yeah. So why give that to them? You might as well, you know, do that every once in a while, every blue moon, and continue to wrestle. Continue to tell a story in a wrestling match. That's have, the most important thing.
0: Have you ever been uh, stapled? No, I I, I can't. With, with a stapler, I, I like, like stapled heart, like into the skin. Thing. I know
1: what you mean. I, I no no, I'm not a fan of that.
0: They were doing that. They literally took a sheet of paper, hangman, and stapled it in the Swerve Strickland's arm. Okay, you know what?
1: Honestly, they, Paul, they're
0: dumbasses. <laughs> Why are we doing Either that? Or they're just crazy, crazy sons of bitches. But they're doing I, you it. You know what? The they're food. both talented wrestlers. Oh, they don't fantastic. have
1: to do that stuff. You know? They're
0: fantastic. Swerve Strickland's on a trajectory unlike any other right now. Um, but yeah, man, it got, it got off the hook. There's a lot of controversy on social because of how far they went. Uh, it, it was something else. Uh, drew Landry's up next is the greatest. What if feud a possible one with Bret Hart during his 1997 run, knowing what you know now, do you wish? Okay. So we'll start there. He has a few questions. Is that the greatest? What if feud you and Brett 97?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think this fan is what they're saying is. I would have signed in 1996. I possibly would have wrestled Brett in 1997, and, and he's right. And and I do regret not signing with the WWE because if I would have had that opportunity, and I would have known now what I know back or if I would have known back then what I know now. Yeah, I, I would have jumped on that in a second, but yeah. I didn't know, and I didn't even know who Bret Hart was back in 1996. But once I started watching in 1998, I became a student of the game. I'm watching all these matches from all these generations and decades. And the one that stood out the most was Bret Hart. I said, that's the guy I want to wrestle. And I remember him getting knocked out by Goldberg and knowing, okay, this guy might not ever make it back again. And he didn't unfortunately. And uh, I think he had a stroke immediately after that. Yeah. Not
0: too long after
1: it was after. a double whammy and uh Brett was done. And it's yeah. a shame. I, I tried to wrestle him at WrestleMania in 2002 or three. And um, he wouldn't do it. And, and I understand why. If I sure. were Brett, um, put it this way. If Brett Hart was in his prime and he came to me right now and said, Kurt, I would love to wrestle with you. I'd be like, are you out of your mind? I'm over the hill. My body's all banged up. I can't give you a Kurt Angle match that you're expecting. And that's what Brett was trying to tell me. Sure. So here I am in my prime. And I'm like, Brett, why don't you, why don't you come wrestle me? We have an opportunity to two best of all time. Let's do this. He's like,
0: I, I can't. I'm sorry. And now you want to. I get it now. Yeah. 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 He says, uh, and we only have a few more questions and then we'll wrap up, Kurt. Knowing what you know now, do you wish your first meeting with Vince in 1996 went differently?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. I wish I would have told him I, I cannot lose.
0: <laughs> yeah. You wish you would never He's, said that. Uh, so. Mr.
1: McMahon, I cannot lose the rest of the match. I'm an Olympic gold medalist. I have to stay undefeated my whole career. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Could you imagine? Uh, oh my god! That meeting like what?
0: Vince, well, knowing what Vince how Vince is? Come on! He yeah, said, "I You know what?
1: I didn't even know what pro wrestling was. I didn't know. Yeah, I know. I thought I knew it wasn't real. Yeah, and, you know, as far as the winner, right? But I didn't know, like, you know, I, I, I didn't even know about psychology. I didn't yeah, know the
0: psychology it. of strengthening your character and you take some yeah. losses to build to the wins and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said, "I imagine when Raw was in Pittsburgh in 1997, and Brett says Pittsburgh is the best place to put an enema in America, you could come out and begin the feud right then and there." What do you think? You like that idea? That would have been that would have been
1: awesome. That would have yeah, been, my first been cool. in Pittsburgh and have been against Bret Hart. Yeah, baby. You know what? Yeah. Actually, the match probably wouldn't have been as good as I wanted it to because I had no experience. Yeah,
0: green. <laughs> We got three more questions, Kurt, and we'll wrap up. Brian Haremza, Kurt, it's my favorite time of the year. It's wrestling season. What is something you learned as an amateur wrestler that you might not have known about yourself before you started wrestling?
1: Honestly, that I could be a champion. Um, listen, when I started amateur wrestling, I sucked. I was horrible. And I lost a lot and I cried a lot. I was a fucking crybaby. Okay. My brothers were like, shut the fuck up okay i like i i literally um i, I when i would get beat i pretend i got injured oh i hurt my arm that's no. why i lost my brothers are like shut the fuck up you lost because you're not good you know like so, so they were being honest with me and um the light bulb didn't go off in my head for for a good bit of time it didn't didn't go off my head till my dad died in high school that's what flipped the switch that's what flipped the switch and that's when i that's when I came on strong, and I started setting goals for myself. And <sighs> by my
0: senior year, I won a state championship in wrestling—something my brothers never did. Did someone talk to you about goal setting, Kurt, or you just knew I—that's something I need to do?
1: Oh no, no, no. We—I well, had coaches that talked about goals okay. and and but but I never actually did it. Until Applied my, it, yeah. You know, until my father and I said, "I'm going to do this for you, Dad," and I started setting goals. And I I was getting better and better. And I ended up winning state championship, got me a bunch of scholarship offers to colleges. And then I ended up going to college and I had a stellar career there.
0: Your dad's death was the ultimate motivator in your, in your life. Without
1: a doubt. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Mm He, um, the reason why, uh, Paul, because he never missed any of our sporting events and he never put pressure on us. Uh, It didn't matter if we did good or bad, as long as we gave our best. And, um, he he never missed any of our sporting events even if he had to leave work early. He would cut out of work just to show up. I and mean, awesome. I loved him for that. He was that's at great. every event. And that's why my family stuck by me throughout my whole entire career and they went to every event from high school to college to the Olympics, even overseas. They were I was raising money so they could go overseas to watch me wrestle. It was like we were a family, you know, we were one unit.
0: Kurt, you know how proud of he would be of you right now to see how your life has evolved and how you now do that for your own kids?
1: You know what? I, I hope so. I, I he always would. try to make my dad proud, and uh, don't, don't don't get me terry eyed right now.
0: Brother. Okay. All right. We got two questions, but I'm telling you, he would. I see you post nothing but being at Swim Meets now, and I know you like to post that one picture of you on the wall at the high school, but you. <laughs> <will>. <laughs> I got to make it funny, but you're there. I had to make kid. it about me that day, didn't I? I know you did. I love it. A wrestling historian, you mentioned you turned down the WWF's initial contract of five hundred thousand dollars a year and had to settle for training for for a training one when you decided to join. How long did it take you to get paid like that? Was it first contract? Thanks in advance. How long did it take you to make money like that? They offered me a half a million for 10 years. I turned it down.
1: So when I tried out for them a couple years later, they said, Hey we're going to give you a contract. It's not going to be very good. We're going to give you a $75,000 contract to start out. And I said, okay, how do I make more money than that? And they said, well, if you climb the ranks and you end up in the main event, you'll get more. So my first year, I made 500 grand, probably my first four months in the business. Oh my God. Because I literally, after the first month, I got catapulted into the main event. Yeah, you were up there, there. all the time. So I made I made like one point four million my first year wrestling. What was, was your biggest year? To, I was only guaranteed seventy five thousand.
0: What was your biggest year in the business?
1: My biggest year was three point two million. That would have been my third year. Okay. With Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, uh, beginning of him.
0: I got you when we all when right.
1: I beat him for the world title.
0: The nice thing about TNA is you signed a guarantee. What million dollars a year? You knew every year I'm making a million bucks.
1: Yeah, and and it was a reduced schedule. I didn't have to work yeah. it as much. It was it was a really it was a really good gig. It was a real really good deal. Yeah.
0: Did you get merch on top of that?
1: Yes, yes. Now okay. I, I would say I made maybe another two to three hundred grand. It wasn't like a super amount of money, but it That's was nice. good. Yeah. It was good for TNA. It was really good.
0: Did you always still live in Pittsburgh when you worked for TNA and just fly down there?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I so you
0: still paid them PA taxes?
1: <laughs> I'm an idiot, man. <laughs> you know what? I here I am. I tried to move to Florida uh, right during the pandemic, after I retired from wrestling. Wow! Man, like after you gave bad. all
0: that money away.
1: Oh my God! I was giving away uh, uh a state tax in Florida. There's no state tax. That's right. Here I was giving away between 100 and 150 grand a year to state tax.
0: <laughs> yeah. So let's start calculating that each and every year you wrestled pro and then think about all that money. Times it by 10, you're talking over
1: $1.34 million. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, the things we would have changed in life. Oh, good stuff. Final question. Keegan, our buddy, he is, he is kicking ass and taking names and training hard, Kurt. He That's said, uh, Kurt and Paul, what is something pro wrestlers today need to consistently work on to elevate themselves to the next level? Bumping and selling are something to always work at, but... Are there any other factors in your opinion that one could work on to really separate themselves?
1: Yeah. Working on your character and your promo skills. I mean, bumping and selling is the, is the, the two most important things when you're in the ring, but you need to work on a good character. You also have to work on your promo skills. Make sure you're good at doing promos and you have to feel it. You have to be able to feel the moment when you, when you're doing it, you get, you know, you don't want it to sound fake. It has to be real. So, uh, I think, you know, working on your character and your promo skills, is just as important as in-ring wrestling.
0: Kurt, that wraps up our questions for ask Kurt and anything. But before we get into promoting some other things, Keegan posted on Twitter and he's at K E E G A N R W. If you want to follow him on social, they've opened up a donation slot for those that like to support the wrestling show. It's all about mental health awareness, and you can follow it on social media at sick not weak, all one word at sick, not weak. And uh he is co-promoting it with at Mr. Marvel tweets an event. It's fight for the sick, not weak. It's all around mental health awareness. Every donation matters and goes a long way to helping their cause. You could check out the site, guys. Go to canadahelps.org. That's canadahelps, all one word.org, and check it out and see what they're doing. Uh, with their wrestling show to really help mental health awareness and, uh, man, Keegan, we want to support you in that effort as much as we can here at the Kurt angle show. So just wanted to share that on his behalf. Uh, we, we really are proud to see what he's accomplishing. Aren't we, Kurt?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a good kid. I, yeah. I I've kept in touch with him on Twitter and, uh, I absolutely adore the kid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Hey, real quick, before we get out of here, just remember, you got to check out all of Kurt's past top impact moments and moments in TNA. That's right. TNA making that comeback in January. You can go to impactwrestling.com forward slash packages and sign up with the code Kurt. And that'll help us out in the show out. And you can watch Kurt make $1 million per year all those years, plus two to $300,000 a year in merchandise <laughs> while he kicked ass every single one of those years in those matches. So check it out, impactwrestling.com forward slash packages and sign up with code Kurt. Also, we want to tell you how you can advertise with us right here on the show. And if you're in that demographic, which Kurt still is, for one, one or two more weeks, that twenty-five no, to fifty-four year old men. There's no better place to advertise than right here, than on the Kurt Angle Show. Go to advertisewithangle.com right now and find out how you can be a part of our show, and we will uh, advertise for you your product, your service, right here on this on the show. It's advertise with Angle. Dot com, And then, Kurt, before we get over to your chicken snacks, I got to tell them, we really appreciate all the subscribers. We broke 67,000 on YouTube and we're continuing to climb. Go to youtube.com forward slash the angle pod. Like, subscribe, turn on those notifications, guys. It helps us so much. YouTube, as you've heard, I'm sure from other shows, has that powerful algorithm that if you like and subscribe and really like and like and like and subscribe, it's going to help our show get spread more around YouTube. And that really helps us and really supports us. So it's youtube.com forward slash The Angle Pod. Kurt, it's time for you to sell some physically fit smart snacks. Can you tell them all about it?
1: Physically fit smart snacks. We got eleven different flavors. Um, they're all incredible. High protein, low carbohydrate. Go to physicallyfit.com to order yours. You're gonna absolutely love them. <clears throat> I eat them every day. They're part of my diet and they keep me in great shape. And uh I'm I'm looking better than I've a- actually looked in probably twenty years. Mm. So uh, the, the snacks smarts are are really good. Really good.
0: Kurt, you've looked better than you have in 20 years. Have you noticed an uh, an improvement as well in your sex life as a result?
1: <laughs> well, well, with all, all my uh, injuries and surgeries, not so much.
0: Okay. Well, there we go. So send out those thoughts and prayers to Kurt on that. Uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about Project One Nutrition, cookies and cream, Kurt. Yeah,
1: Kurt Angle's American Dream Cookies and Cream Protein. Uh, high protein, low carbohydrate. Uh, it's the best tasting protein in the world. I love it, man. It's it, the cookies and cream. It's it's incredible. Uh, it's like cookies and milk, and that's what I love. And that that's why I'm selling this protein. Go to uh, ProjectOneNutrition.com to order yours.
0: Hey, listen, and uh, you know, Kurt was telling us last week about the countries that they're going to be going into in 2024. He then read off a few country names. He mentioned. 40 countries coming up soon. I was nervous he was going to start reading all 40 country <laughs> names. He didn't do that. But the point of the story is it's going to be everywhere in 2024. So get in now and be part of the revolution in sports nutrition with Project One Cookies and Cream, damn it. And then finally, KurtAngleBrand.com, where you can find all the Kurt Angle merchandise your little heart could ever want or desire. We're talking cowboy hats, milk cartons, t shirts birthday cards cameo videos kurt what can they find the whole ball of wax that's right paul the whole ball of wax i love saying it the whole ball of yeah. wax <laughs> he does kurt anglebrand.com and uh, check it out he has a nice little face and image of himself right there on the home page in case you forget who kurt angle is uh you will see him in a singlet Right there on the front of the website. But come on, take advantage of it. The cameo videos are fun. He does a great job with them. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. I'm not sure if you've heard him say that phrase, uh, but you can check it out right there on KurtAngleBrand.com. Right. Kurt, it's time to talk about my bookie, buddy. Give it to him. All right, my bookie.
1: Let's talk about it. With Thanksgiving comes a special day of football leading into a great weekend of games. Shout out to my partners at MyBookie.com for their great odds making and promos. Outside of the Thanksgiving games, got a great week of matchups for fans around the country. So keep an eye on those odds. Use promo code Kurt Angle for your cash bonus with bets on MyBookie. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone and your families, and enjoy the weekend.
0: Wow, well said, Kurt. You do a, such a great job, and uh, take advantage of it. MyBookie promo code. Kurt Angle. And listen, on behalf of Kurt and myself, we really do hope that you had a great Thanksgiving. I know we're coming in after the holiday, but man, now we're headed into the home stretch towards the end of the new year and Christmas and Hanukkah and all that good stuff, Kurt. Yes,
1: we are. Christmas is coming up right after Thanksgiving,
0: believe it or not. It's in one month. It's the perfect time to buy all that fa- that favorite Kurt Angle show merchandise. So check it out. Box a lot of Christmas
1: gifts on the Kurt Angle uh, merchandise uh,
0: <laughs> website. <laughs> we're such shilling assholes. It's out of control. Kurt, thank you so much for doing the show with me. We're going to wrap up the year. If you didn't get a question in this time, think of one. I mean, think of a good juicy one. And uh, we're going to have one more opportunity before the year closes to do it as we wrap up the year with another Ask Kurt Anything Uh, But we're going to have another fun show next week, revisiting some of Kurt's career highlighted memories. But right now it's time to say goodbye on behalf of your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. This is Paul Bromwell, and you've been listening to The Kurt Angle Show. We'll see you next week. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and and Right? How many yards you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you fifteen to twenty? You pay me more. Jeff Smith teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys. The podcast. Part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.